What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode five of the Wyatt Felling Show. Thank you for tuning in. I'm going to be getting into wave one and, you know, what, um, how we started, um, what I'm looking to do as a company, what I want this place to look like in 20 years. And, uh, yeah, those really just a few points um, on that I'm going to dive into. And then, um, and then that should be it. It's really late. Um, I'm, this is a Sunday. Uh, I pushed this back and I pushed this back. I did a bad job, uh, on my end of procrastinating on this, but obviously I'm going to be doing one a week. So, um, just got to, you know, knock it out. And then before I head into the week, so yeah, so wave one is the company that is my first company ever really, um, that I started. Um, I've been running it for about, it's been, oh my gosh, it has been like three years. That's crazy to even say. It feels like I've been doing it for one year, maybe like maybe two, but no, to say that I've been doing it for three years is, is pretty crazy. Um, and two of those years weren't really real. I mean, they were, they were real, but I was in high school. So I was going to class, playing basketball, and then I would come down here for a few hours and I would try to run everything. And I mean, I had absolutely no clue what I was doing. And I mean, at this point in my life right now, I'm still only 19. I still have so much to learn. And every single day I'm I'm picking up on new things and and trying to find, you know, the the correct direction to take everything. But three years ago, I mean, talk about somebody that was lost. I would drive down here and who, I mean, I don't even know what I was doing. Like I have if I had to tell you specifically what I was, what I was doing every day, I would have no idea what to even tell you. Like it was like printing business cards and then, and then, focusing on something that didn't even matter and then trying to get a sign printed and it took a week to get a sign printed. I mean, just a mess. And yes, I did. Like I had clients and I would have, it's not like I did absolutely zero, but I mean, just imagine a 16 year old kid who just tried to take a calculus test, throw him downtown into the middle of one of the busiest, probably the busiest place in the state with a bunch of businesses around him, um, a lot of stuff happening and tell that kid to run a business. That's kind of what happened. And I just kind of had to figure it out. So yeah, two of those years weren't really, I mean, they weren't like this, this past year, you know, this past year I've been able to focus on it full time and put almost all of my energy into it, which it's really, really, it feels really, really good to do that. And um, yeah, so I'm going to start off with me in business and my relationship with business. So when I was 13, my dad handed me a book. It was called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. If you have any interest in entrepreneurship at all, you've probably heard of this book. If you haven't, I would highly suggest it. Like I said in my last episode, I'm not the biggest fan of books right now. But I would definitely recommend this book in particular. So, yeah, he handed me that book. I was probably 13 or 14. I was probably maybe eighth grade. 
going into freshman freshman year. Um, so yeah, that would be about 13, 14 years old. And I loved this book. And it the reason I liked it is because it was so different from high school. It was so different from everything I had been being taught. Um had been being taught, had been being taught, had been being taught. I, if that's correct, or if that's not correct, please let me know in the comments. You could tell I didn't go to college. I don't think that's correct, but I'm not sure. But after my last podcast, my mom got mad at me because I apparently said three things that were incorrect. She was an English teacher, so she's like, she's all on top of that stuff. I think I said had been, had driven. No, I said had drove instead of had driven. So, see, I'm obviously getting better, and it's only one episode after she told me that. So, at least I'm getting somewhere. But anyway, I had that book when I was in maybe eighth grade freshman year. I loved it. I was obsessed with it. I read it multiple times. I took notes on it. It made a lot of sense to me. And like I said, one of the main reasons I liked that was it was just so different than learning about history and learning about math equations and stuff because I had always thought that I had always thought like even when I was in like fifth and sixth grade because my mind automatically was like okay how how am I going to take this into the real world and put it into um put it into what I'm doing and like I would always think like okay how am I going to use this math equation like I'm going to remember it I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to figure out how to do it, but like, when am I going to use this in my life? I would always ask myself that just naturally. And that's why I love this book and this concept of business. So I was definitely really interested in that. Um, my dad just would, you know, he would give me little talks here and there. It wasn't anything major. Um, and for the most part, I was obviously in school, but on the side, I definitely loved, I loved reading that book. Um, I loved, I would start, I started looking into companies, um, like, you know, I got a little bit into the stock market. I didn't put that much money into it right away, but I would love just to like even look at a company. I could, right now I could do that all day if I wasn't doing this. I could just look at companies, look at their balance sheets, look at if their CEO is investing in their company. All that stuff is so interesting to me because it's so real to me and it makes so, and it just, it makes so much sense. So I had always been interested in that stuff. Um, that transitioning into maybe sophomore to junior year of high school. So my dad obviously owns this building that I'm standing in right now that I'm talking in. And this first floor was a security company called Rook Security. And I had seen the space before. Um, and I had been downtown a few times and seen the building, but I wasn't too familiar with it. Anyway, my dad came up to me. I was a sophomore. We were standing in our garage and he said he said this company, Brook Security, is leaving the space in I probably said two or three months. They got too big and they went to and they were moving to Carmel. So this space is gonna be empty. And would you want to run a co working space in here? Like it might work. It, it, some, it was something along those lines. And for me, I'm, I mean, I'm this kid that's interested in business. Um, 
like, I don't know how I could have turned that down. So I said, I was said, yeah, I mean, yeah, I want to do that. So from that point on, I was going to have a co-working space, right? And for anybody that doesn't know what co-working is, it's just instead of like a private office that you would buy for 400 or 500 bucks, it's paying like a hundred bucks or a smaller monthly membership, excuse me, to have access to a space and have access to Wi-Fi and all of that. So that was my first thing is I was going to run this co-working space and I had so much, I still manage, I'm going to get into it. I'm going to get into it. So, um, yeah, so I started setting that up. The name of it was Cowork Indie. And I was like, oh, this is such a good name because, and I'm not going to lie, it was actually a pretty decent name because all these other co-working spaces were called like Industrious, Speakeasy, Hinge Bureau and all this other stuff. And I was like, why don't I just call it what it is? It's co-working and it's in Indianapolis. So co-work Indie. And that, so that's my name. I came up with a logo um, and inside this space there's this little room right and there's no windows to the street it's just a walled off room and my dad when i started getting the co-working space moving he took out he took out a piece of paper he called me in his office took out a piece of paper and drew like it looked like he knocked off the walls and just in his little pen he drew a studio with like a speaker with like sounds coming out on the street and said, this is, and he told me, this is what I've always wanted to put there was a radio station. Like he wanted to have people sitting at like inside this room talking out to the street. So people like, it's like, like the today show, if you're familiar with that, which you probably are, that's what his idea was. And he said, I'm going to do this. And I stopped him because I was like, okay, you want to buy an actual radio frequency? And he was like, well, that's what I wanted to do about 10 years ago when I almost did this. And we both were like, yeah, nobody listens to the radio anymore. Like, we can't do that. So then we started thinking and we're like, okay, podcasts are getting pretty popular and that's the future, I told him. So I was like, why don't we just make it a podcast studio and we can produce people's podcasts? So if somebody comes to us and they have an idea for a sports show, or for a comedian show, we can produce that for them and we can give them, you know, access to our location, to our equipment and, you know, make their passion a reality and make their dream a reality and give them a physical show that they can run with and they can promote and they can grow their show. So, so boom, that idea starts coming into fruition. He basically took the walls off of this little studio, put glass in here, and the rest was me trying to figure out how I can get a table in here, um, mics, and I definitely did have help from one other guy that I was working with at the time. He kind of had a little bit of experience in, um, in like, uh, what's it called? Interior design, um, he knew what he was doing a little bit, especially with like equipment and stuff. So it was kind of me and him, you know, going like tag teaming this studio and producing, um, like the, the structure of everything for somebody to actually come in and, and do a show. So this is my sophomore years when this all started. It started with the co-working space 
And then it transitioned to maybe my junior year is when I had the co-working space and I also had the studio. So we called the studio, and this is my dad came up with this, was Wave One Radio. And that's what it was called at the beginning. Now, as you know, it's called Wave One Media. I've changed that name since then. And it didn't make any sense at all because we were trying to get away from the word radio, from the actual frequency, and we were transitioning into podcasting. So I eventually just changed the name to media because media, you know, encompasses everything. So I had wave one media and I had cowork indie at the time. Um, I've sw- I've since then changed that cowork indie to, I just thrown it under wave one media. So I do have, I still have that coworking space, you know, behind me, um, that we do lease out to like 10, 11, 12 people that, that come in here every day and work. Um, but yeah, so that's how it started. And I, my second point is how far we've came and how everything has changed. So, you know, the crazy thing is, is, and this is, I think this is a lot of people, you know, in business, even if they start, start a company, like how you think it's going to go at the beginning and the direction you think it's going to go almost is never how it's going to go. Like Amazon, Jeff Bezos, he started sell, like he started just selling books online, and he didn't want, at the beginning he did not want to sell everything online. He he got to a point where okay the books were selling good, and he realized he could go on to other products. And then at a point he realized he could basically sell everything online, and that's what he does today. But at the beginning, you know, it's so hard to tell exactly what you want to do. So when I came here every day, a lot of it was me theorizing what I wanted to do and me trying to figure out what I want to do. And it's very, very hard. And once you get in your head with that stuff, it's, it definitely gets in the way of what you're doing. You know, when you're thinking constantly about a direction and thinking about exactly where you want to take it, right now it's, so, it's still not perfectly clear, but it's so much more clear than it was three years ago. And that's all that matters to me, that it's, that it's came that far. Um, yeah, there was a while where I didn't even have a show in here. Uh, I couldn't even get a co-working member. I would honestly say for about almost, there had to have been a year that went by where I couldn't even get a show. I couldn't even get a co-working member. And then finally, when I did get a show, I couldn't even produce a product. Like I couldn't even produce a show. Like you're probably like, Oh, why don't you just, why don't you just take the camera out, take the audio, record it, record it with a camera, throw it together, and hand it back to... I couldn't even do that. And I was working with somebody else. Granted, I was in high school, but that's not an excuse for me not being able to do that. But I couldn't even produce a show. And if... I mean, I could, but it was like a week late or two weeks late. And I just couldn't do it. So when I go back and I think about that, and then I think about where I'm at now, where we can produce eight shows every single week and get it up on four different platforms for every single show. On top of that, I can produce pictures for each show and get them on time every week. We can produce video content, short form content for Instagram on top of that every week. When I look at that, that just makes me really happy that I've came even that far. There's still a lot, a lot to go and a lot of room to grow. But for a certain amount of time, I mean, I couldn't even do anything really. I mean, it was definitely tough. Um, so in terms of how far I've came, 
yeah, I would say at one point in time, I had zero shows, obviously, when I was starting. And now we're up to about eight shows. And it's been a, it hasn't even been, it's been almost three years. So we've came eight shows in about three years. On top of that, we have a few businesses advertising on our, on our TV, as well as about six different artists advertising on our TV, which is awesome. So, yeah, but in terms of the vision, at the beginning, I wasn't entirely sure what I wanted to make it, um, but now I I know what what I want it to look like in 20 years. Right now, I'm at about eight shows, and... What I'm focusing on entirely right now is making my product perfect for my eight shows and keeping those shows, keeping them consistent and focusing 100% on the product and the customer. That's literally all I'm focused on right now. And it's gotten really, really good. Our product, the quality and everything has got has came so far. Um, but still, it's just I'm, I'm obsessed with with making that product perfect. Um, so. But yeah, I mean, the vision in 20 years, I want to build the biggest media company in the world. And when I say media company, I'm talking about a media company that produces content, but also a media network. I want to be the biggest uh, media network and biggest media company in the world. So this is how I look at it. Starting off, we were just producing content, right? We were producing shows, just like if you get a video done for a wedding, They're a videographer. They're producing content for you. That's all they're doing. So there's that side of it. There's the the production. But then there's also like the outlet side, like the network, like the CNN or the Fox or the ESPN, excuse me. There's both sides. Right now, we're more heavily on the content production side. But I'm slowly, and I'm making strides, I'm slowly going to transition into the network side. So eventually... I want Wave One. I want to have Wave One Sports, Wave One News, Wave One. You get the point. But I mean, the the whole premise of that is I want to be I want to be the best of both. You know, I want to I want I want to, to be able to have a Joe Rogan or a huge podcast that we're producing. Um, I want to be able to produce their show, and then, but I also want to have produce content of our own and produ- produce our own news and produ- produce our own. Um, content and just have that that brand name of yeah they're they're trusted their quality is amazing um and they have personalities they have they have five they have 10 really really solid shows um and i fully believe that our shows right now are going to be those shows i believe in some of our people i mean i believe in all of them just so well i mean like sorry we're canceled i think is i would take these two guys over anybody in the world, over any comic show, over Mama's House, Chris D'Elia's podcast, uh, Joe Rogan's. I would take these two guys over all of these people. I believe in them that much. Sessions ENT, in terms of like radio style show, I would take these three kids over anybody, over anybody right now. That's how much I believe in them. And I can go on and on about about our shows. Um, they all are in a niche like area they're all different and you know that's what i love that's what i love about this is all these shows are so different and they all have so much potential and like i said that is where i want to take this in 20 years also 
I have always felt like I've had an obligation. And this starts come this comes into not only just me as a person, but as like the city of Indianapolis. I just feel like if you're if you look at you know New York City, Los Angeles, all these these big cities that are known for something, like they're known for something for a reason. Like LA, you have all this you have Hollywood, you have all these creatives, you have all these actors, um, even like a, uh, like a Silicon Valley, you know, you have, you have all these tech startups, you have all these things that have made a name for, made a name for themselves. New York City, obviously, you could talk for hours about, you know, everything that's came out of there and all the famous people that have came out of there. <coughs> Indianapolis is just hasn't had, I mean, it hasn't even had anybody, you know, to come out of the city and really, really make a name for themselves and really hit it big to the point where, oh, when they, when they think of Indianapolis, they think of this person or they think of this podcast or they think of this artist. There hasn't been um, uh, an artist to come out of the city that that that's that big or a podcast or anything. So I feel like. I mean, I feel like everything happens for a reason, but I feel like I just have had the obligation, I have the obligation to create something and create the platform and the tree with all these branches of shows and change that. Like, I feel like I've had, I have the obligation to change that. And I have 100% confidence that I'm going to do so. And I feel like all it's going to take is one of my shows or us getting somebody, another show that comes in that really hits it big. And then once that happens, then that's when you, that's when the platform starts to grow. And that's when the, if one branch takes off, that's when the whole tree starts to grow. And then it's just going to be momentum from that point on. I fully believe that this little studio, I feel like it's going to happen in here. I feel like we're going to have somebody come out of here that is really, really going to change the name of Indianapolis change and just change that narrative. You know, so again, that's just part of it. What I want to look like, what I want it to look like in 20 years. And I feel like I have the like responsibility of, of changing that. And I think like the journey to do that is what I'm really, is what I, I love and what I'm excited for. Um, but yeah, man, I don't even know what else to even say about that. Um, <coughs> I think you get the point, but, and this is just wave one. I have, I've had a couple other ventures that I've tried or that I'm getting into right now. Um, but almost all my energy and time is focused into this little company in this studio. So yeah, um, I'm going to be dropping this, um, every Monday at 5 PM. I'm really excited to be doing this again. Um, if you listened, thank you. I will see you guys next Monday. Appreciate it. Peace out.